Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is 15 Empowering Words to Speak. 15 Empowering Words to Speak. And I'm referencing my book, The Culture of Empowerment, How to Champion People, that I wrote with my brother Phil and Melissa Motto. And the chapter that I am taking this from is Empowering Language. And this is a great book. If you haven't heard about this book, this is a book for church leaders, uh, business leaders, anybody who wants to influence anybody in the family. talks about empowering beliefs, empowering language, empowering structures, who to empower and when, how to increase the likelihood that people will want to empower you, what empowerment is. It has just some powerful leadership. It's one of the strongest leadership books that um, I've seen. And and I may be a little prejudiced, <laughs> but uh, it, it's a good one. And this chapter on empowering language, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, says Matthew 12, 34. And so obviously we have to get beliefs right. I mean, the nature of empowerment is, is that we create win-win in relationships that one of the greatest things that we do in leadership and in influence is to unlock people, to believe in people. Like the angel believed in Gideon and the story in the Bible in Judges 6 where he empowered him first through beliefs, through what he said, you are a mighty warrior. That literally began the empowerment process of him being raised up to be a nation deliverer. And So as we focus on language, you know, certainly um, we can focus on negatives and just in in what is non-empowering language. And I do that, you know, within this chapter as well. And there's non-empowering words like accusatory words used with phrases like you, you always, you never, labeling words, uh, past-based identity statements spoken over people. She is a very disorganized person when we actually create an identity uh, concerning someone you know in, in what we say rather than focusing on behavior we say that's who they are that's a non-empowering uh, limiting words like this you never could do that or this is impossible or you are not administrative prejudice words like young people today are lazy victim words Because of what has happened to you in the past, you need the government to take care of you. There is no other answer. And and on and on. And there's there's many others. And this is on page uh, 42 of the book, Culture of Empowerment. And I want to get into, though, what are the positives. 15 empowering words to speak. And actually, I'm probably going to give you a few more. But I love the the 15 as as a great... Uh, title and is a, a number to work with. It says in Proverbs eighteen twenty one, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And it's true that death is in the power of the tongue, but the greater truth is that there is the power of life in our words. And we actually begin to understand that, that our words are not just carriers of information, but they actually have a substance on them that is uh, that creates life. It creates life in people. It creates life in, uh, in in situations. I mean, Jesus in the Bible spoke to things. He spoke to storms. 
he spoke to dead bodies. Uh, they came alive. His words were, were actually change agents themselves. And as we understand that, then, then we begin to speak, we'll begin to speak more intentionally. I believe the future is in the mouths of intentional speakers. Those who speak, let me say that again, the future is in the mouths of intentional speakers. Those who speak on purpose to people, uh, to family members, to themselves, to cities, to, to buildings like church buildings and speak life, that is uh, part of a big plan to create life where there seems to be non-life, where there seems to be death. Romans 4.17 says, God who gives life to the dead by calling those things that do not exist as though they did. And so as we keep those things in mind and understand our words are powerful, and again, our words are not just containers of information, then it takes this speaking empowerment uh, to another level. So here's what I write in the book, Culture of Empowerment, page 43, just... Um, different kinds of language that empowers or words that empower. Number one is encouraging words. And when we just say, you are making a difference around here, just, just that type of thing is, is so powerful to have encouraging words. And you know, on a side note, you may want to look at uh, Isaiah 35, verses 4, 5, and 6 about the power of encouraging words. Secondly, is positive identity words. Really is a word that empowers. For, for instance, you are a person of great strategic insight. This gifting is taking our organization to higher levels. Thirdly, is specific thanksgiving words are words that empower. For instance, here are three reasons I appreciate you. You make people feel valued in your presence. Your belief in me has been a great strength to me. And thirdly, your prayer and worship life inspires me. You know, too often we just tell people, hey, you're amazing. No, tell people why they're amazing. One of the things I do, one of my disciplines every day is to at least tell one person three reasons why I admire and appreciate them. Number four is I understand you words. For instance, you could say, I know it is important to you that I keep my room clean, so here's my plan to do this more consistently. Wow. You know, and I, I understand you were just certainly in marriage. And you know, what, my, what Wendy wants, my wife, you know, when I say things like that, I know this is important to you, so I'm, this is how I'm going to do it, whether it's keeping things clean or communicating when I need to communicate uh, whatever that's so so powerful number five is i see you words i see you words for instance you could say this i notice how you always make new people feel welcome and included when you say i notice you know i see you it, it's so powerful when people feel seen it empowers them uh, number six is i need you words i just wanted to let you know that we really need you here you make us so much more successful when we say, I need you, that, that empowers them. That makes them feel important. That, that builds up their significance. Number seven, win-win language like this. You help me so much. 
What are the two most important things I can do to help you see your life dreams fulfilled? What are the two most important things I can do to help you see your life dreams fulfilled? It's win-win language. Number eight, I am proud of you words. I was thinking, here's what we could say. I was thinking today of how proud I am of you. You are reliable. You do things with excellence and you represent us so well. I'm so proud of you. Number nine, you are significant and important words. We can say things like, you are important. What you do is connected to a bigger purpose and plan. We would not be nearly as successful without you. Number 10, prophetic destiny words. You are being prepared for bigger influence in the days ahead. This position you have now is training you for those things. Wow. When we actually see people as uh, according to their potential and not according to their past. By the way, somebody needed to hear that. When we see people according to their potential and not according to their past, it, it's, uh, it's so empowering to them. Number 11, you've got what it takes words. You can do it. Nothing is impossible to you. Just saying to me, you got what it takes. How, how important that is. How important is to have a coach uh, in our lives, a coach-filled person. <laughs> Number 12 is hope-filled words. Some, say something like this, there's always a solution. I don't know what it is, but God has won for this situation. Somebody just speaking hope. Somebody saying, wow, there's, there's hope. I know there's hope. I know there's a solution is, is, is so powerful. Number 13, giving the benefit of the doubt words. Saying something like, I missed the meeting because it wasn't on my calendar, but I, I might have missed something that was said about it happening in a conversation we had. Let me say that again, giving the benefit of the doubt words. Basically what we're saying is we're, we're not assuming that the other person is 100% wrong. We're, we're, we're in, in our communication, we're saying, hey, I might've missed something here about when I was supposed to be here or something like that. Next is celebration words. Hey everyone, here's an example. Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you know that Melissa has done a great job with the Hope Project. You know, just celebration words. And 15, you have a unique strategic assignment words. You have a unique strategic assignment words. Saying something like this, your temperament, your experience, and your skill set make you unique, uniquely gifted for a special assignment. I would love to help you clarify the details of it. And here's three bonus ones. Declarative faith statement words. Right now, God is freeing people from depression. Or in this meeting, people are getting physically healed. Those are power, declarative faith statement words are empowering. And then... Uh, Next is I feel words. I feel like you frequently misunderstand me or I feel like your reaction to this circumstances 
indicates you might have a problem with what I have done. <laughs> and then the third bonus one is true humility words. I have also struggled with that. Here is what the Lord showed me to help me grow in victory in that area. Wow, wow, wow. You know, just let me just quickly repeat those again. Encouraging words, positive identity words, speaking specific Thanksgiving words, I understand you words, I see you words, I need you words, win-win language, I am proud of you words, you are significant and important words, prophetic destiny language, you have what it takes words, hope-filled words, giving the benefit of the doubt of the doubt words, celebration words, you have a unique and strategic assignment words, declarative faith statement words, I feel words and true humility words. You know, when we, when we focus on, on language and we just ask God to help us to say things in a higher way, to say things. We can say the same thing and, and, and say it in, in a way that actually encourages people and, and, and puts a fire in them to move them towards what we're saying in, in, in a, it's called inspiration but again the other thing is is that really understanding the power of words they have grace on them Ephesians 4:29 says let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth but only that which is for necessary edification that it may impart grace to the hearers wow 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 15 empowering words to speak um, this is available we're producing this in late October 2018. We're also making a blog of this where you're going to be able to see those uh, 15 plus the three bonus empowering words in written form. So you'll be able to look at that, maybe print it off, speak those out, and meditate on them. If you're a leader in any way, a boss, church leader, uh, parent, influencer, coach, these are these are great words to speak. Remember the Culture of Empowerment book, How to Champion People from Bill Johnson, excuse me, take Bill Johnson's quote, my goal is not to build a big church, but to build big people. That's the foundation of that book. That book is, is a book that some of you uh, would need to read. It's going to take you to the next level. It's going to take what we talked about today, and it's going to expand it. Uh, in an incredible way because once we understand that uh, one of our greatest things is to empower others we begin to increase the legacy that we're leaving <clears throat> hey steve backland here igniting hope ministries you can find us at ignitinghope.com thank you so much for listening to this podcast and i want you to remember there's no hopeless circumstances there's only hopeless people and once people get true hope circumstances cannot stay the same <laughs> Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's hoping. Somebody's becoming unreasonably optimistic. Our hope level determines our influence level. And he who has the most hope has the most influence. And remember this, Nehemiah 8.10 says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. I believe our spiritual load-bearing capacity is in direct proportion to the level of joy in our lives. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's not a good day to walk in radical, <coughs> radical joy. <clears throat> but here's the truth. We, we can. There's grace available right now 
to have joy today. We all have unresolved situations. We all have uncertainties for our future. We all have some level of relational challenge. We all have dreams that haven't been been fulfilled. We all have personal issues in our lives, things about our own life that we wish were different. <clears throat> and again, it's, it just isn't convenient. It seems to be joyful. But I say today is a great day to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, Paul said rejoice. And so God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We look forward to having you with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.